Hey everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast. Conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hi everybody, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Thanks for joining us. And it truly is an honor to have Pastor Jimmy Nyman with us for this podcast. Uh, this past weekend, Jimmy was with us for the weekend services, and that's something that we don't do often enough. And one of those things in, in preparing for this past weekend, as we talked just briefly, I was thinking about, like, how long have I known Jimmy? 20 years. Like, how does that happen? That it's 20 years. I don't know. But I guess it's one year mirror, after the uh, other. The mirror tells me it's <laughs> yeah, right. been 20 years. So, <laughs> yes, so, right. In fact, in and fact, also, as you're looking at me, you can say, okay, hair's getting gray. Yeah, when, okay. when we were in the church service, uh, somebody comes up and they're talking to me and, and she looks over at, like, how does she look the same? But you, <laughs> you don't have any hair anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's really cool. Yeah. And you said, thank you so much for those encouraging words. Right? I did. That's I was a, absolutely. Uh, but one of the things I did this past weekend, just reviewed a little bit of our history, um, going all the way back to the connection through HarvestNet. And then one of the things you mentioned, just as you went full-time in ministry, specifically in youth ministry, you did a youth retreat for Effort of Community Church. Do you have any recollection of what year that was? I believe it was 2002. 2002. I think I was credentialed. I think it was the summer of 2002. Yeah. Yep. So we're 20 years. And then, of course, the launch of the Gateway House of Prayer. Yeah. And honestly, I would need to say, um, friend, you started with nothing but vision. I had vision, but I had the support of Effort Community Church. Yeah, but I'll I mean, tell you what, man, to build that, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a little more – you were on the you were on the board, uh, and there's some really amazing people on the board. Benita Keener, yeah. who's – she's still leading it, right? Is she? she is, absolutely. Benita Keener, who was on the board. Like, yep. there, there was – Jeff Noel, back in the day, Jerry Schertzer. I mean, I know he's yeah, gone – Bill Mudder's right. gone to be with Jesus. Man, that guy was the most – one of the most encouraging people yes. anyone could ever meet. I uh, Yeah, I um, – I feel like I think it's I think it's I love the culture of honor that's yeah. amongst us. We do honor, but I I know uh, we wouldn't have been twenty four seven. You want to hear a funny story when we <laughs> when okay, Kevin had a moment and uh, I walked <laughs> only into his, one moment. Me, that's a good <laughs> that's a good day. <laughs> okay, he calls me into the office and we had been hanging out at like what were you like? It, it, was, oh, it was 100, 100 and, We were it? close to one hundred and sixty seven, but yeah, not so quite we were like a hundred out. No, we were we were not quite. Yeah, we were over a hundred. We were like a hundred and eight hours or something <clears> like that. And you are like. When are we getting to 24-7? I'm like, well, I was working on the quality of it. Nope, that's not the – you get – anyway, he tells me we're going to 24-7. So what, what I end up I doing is I'll I make you a deal. Huh? I think there was some sort of deal involved. Like, we'll give you this if we go to 24-7. No, but I, no, no. You were – you don't often look at people – irritated but you were definitely irritated that day uh come a long way since then by the way uh his seminary did a great thing for you <laughs> yeah, that's right exactly right but anyway when, so we end up in a meeting we end up in a staff time together and we pulled out the, i said pull out your phone we all know somebody who needs to pray we're gonna put this bar there you the, go you know we talk about raising the bar we put the bar on the ground like if you if you know you need to have a prayer life if you still and, have a pulse and you can pray yeah show up yeah like, I'm not perfect enough to be an intercessor. If you're a sinner trying to get right with God and you're willing to do that over a prayer watch, we'll take you. you That's, know, right. That's, went. That's so, right. So they called up. Everybody, we filled that schedule up right there on the spot. Yep. And literally, I just need a little prod to get motivated to get it to 24-7. And, man, it's uh, an amazing thing. And to that see prod, that. his name is Kevin Eshman. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'll say that's awesome, I think. But that's <laughs> no, it's awesome. Yep. No, that is I awesome, but that's great. You, yeah, you're, but then also, you're um, you know, thinking about Lifeway, seven years. It was September 2015. 
Um, it's amazing. It's been seven years. It makes you wonder again where time flies. But man, God has done great things at Lifeway Church. And it was a great part. It was, is a great partnership uh, between us to see uh, that community reach for Christ. And uh, so much of that goes along with the message that you preached this weekend, which it was, this is what I expected to God, that God would do. And then he would redirect. And as you said, couldn't find a place. Like you were talking about living there, finding a place to live, but also a place for the church to meet throughout yeah, the entire region, <clears throat> right. uh, which is difficult to find, led to the Regal Theater, which ultimately opened up a door in the mall itself. Yep. Man, God is good. Uh, thank you for your leadership there and building a great team and seeing so many people come to know the Lord hey, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Christ. Community Church, for investing in us. People, yep. money, uh, your elders, you, you, and, and the, uh, the, the uh, subset of elders that served as interim elders to help me. That could have done it without you. It's an awesome journey, and it's only just beginning. Yeah. So seven years, years of completion, so multiplication. New beginnings, right? Seven, that's what that's eight right. is. Yep. I did feel like the Lord was saying that this is a year of expansion, but it's not, nothing. So this has been an odd, like the last year was an odd year because up to up to the last year, if I declared a vision or whatever, I mean, the church would get behind it. Mm. And I just had, and we grew. Like, <clears> so after COVID, we grew exponentially. And so yeah. there's a lot of people, I don't have the same uh, credibility maybe necessarily with a lot of the new I see. folks that I do with the ones that were pioneers. And, and pioneering people are just different. I mean, their, their personalities yeah. are different. Their investment's different. Not judging the yeah. settlers if they're yep. watching this. It's just risk takers are willing to let's give an experiment. But, so we, experiment I would declare everything. something and it just, like I did like three different things we looked to do and all three of them did not happen or not happening yet or whatever. And it really caused me, kind of put me in a, okay, God, what are we doing now? I mean, this is, we're obviously moving into year eight is definitely a change in the way we operate. Yeah, about that. And um, and so it's it's been good. And I went through a pr- pretty tough crisis recently that caused me to really look at that hard. Like, okay, I need to rethink the way we do everything. Yeah. Uh, the down economy has impacted us a little bit, but yet in the midst of all that, if I could share with you all the testimonies that we get, we get letters, uh, well, mostly through the via email or, um, well, we get actually get notes and letters. Yeah. And people just, their life impact, the changes, the deliverance, the healings, the salvations, the the loved one that's been reconciled to their spouse and uh, that was that were that were estranged. And uh, I, we have so many of those. It's it. I uh, when we were going through the crisis, I had to actually go look at those and yep. go remember, <laughs> you know, Th- that's this, what keeps you going. When you when you that's see lives you change around, like this is why we do it. Oh my goodness, you got that right. Yeah, you got that right. Well, this past weekend, of course, we heard a message: uh, unmet expectations. You know, we've we're we're celebrating the Advent number one, <laughs> Advent Advent one and we're looking forward to Advent Advent two And in that process, God gives us things. He gives us things to carry. He gives us promises, and. Uh, we think sometimes those promises are going to happen within our context or within our time frame or how we, we think that we can work it out. And so this past weekend, you would have addressed the whole issue of unmet expectations. And I would go as far as to say, you know, as a follower of Jesus Christ, it's not matter, a matter of if you have unmet expectations. The bottom line is you have them. Like if you're breathing, yeah. you have like this is right. this is common to us all, and we can look over our life and we can say, "Man, I saw God do this, this, and this." But then there's this one thing that just is not coming together, or I've held it for years, I've held it for decades, and we have got to deal with that before the Lord. Yeah, I was so much thinking about John the Baptist situation as you were sharing this weekend, in which 
you know, here's this guy gave his life. Like he, it's strange to think that when Mary came to visit her, his, her cousin Elizabeth and she was pregnant with John, that in the womb, at the sound of her voice, jumped, which must have made Elizabeth feel pretty bad. But anyhow, that's a whole different story. So he, his entire life was, I'm the prophetic forerunner of the person of Jesus Christ, yeah. the Messiah. And yet, so how, how did his 30-some-odd years of life fit into, this is what Jesus is going to do? Jesus comes along. He makes the announcement, the Lamb of God takes away the sin of the world. Next thing you know, John's in prison. And we know from the backstory that he gets his head taken off. And he asked the question, like, did I miss it? Like, did I have hold expectation that you were the one and you're not the one? Yeah. Man, that's, <clears throat> that's substantial. It speaks to the level that unmet expectations can actually do damage to your soul. Yeah. Well, Jesus said, right, at yeah. least pre the, pre the cross, of men um, born to women, there's none greater than John the Baptist. Meaning, if it impacted John, it could impact any of us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, so I don't know who gets that commendation after the cross, maybe the apostles or others at that time, but... Up to that time, John was the, in Jesus' mind, if I could put it this way, was the prophet to end all prophets. I mean, he was— Yeah, that's true. We know Jesus was ultimately that, but John was John was special, and Jesus said so, and John struggled. Yeah. So it really didn't matter how special you are. If if you're struggling, it's that's normal. Um, and there's a path. We can take one of two paths. We can— we can get bitter or we can get better, as yeah. some say, and I, I think that's true. I think that's those are our options, and so agreed. I hope we'll choose better. Yeah, and I, I love the way you said that to um, to everyone was that like if you're struggling with unmet expectation, you are normal. Yeah, because we don't talk about unmet ex- expectation, so we can't. Well, as men, like you had the, the male factor to that. I, know, I recognize all genders can deal yeah. with it, but I. I get a lot of traffic in my home and I watch the ladies talk and I watch the men talk and it is totally different. Yeah, men, sure. men are not processing. <laughs> and when they do yeah. finally, when a guy gets comfortable with another guy to just start going there, yeah, that's a, that's usually a whole nother level. That's so a big deal. We're, we're not talking about it. Um, and I think we need to, I think those things have to, I, I find that there's a lot of things that I have not as a pastor, I've not touched mm-hmm. that I realized, I mean, you know, I'm not, for me to hit the things that people need hit to help them, uh, I I need to talk about it. Renee yeah. Groff shared. Renee Groff followed my message at at church. I had preached the same message at Lifeway to begin our series for Christmas, right? And for Advent, and then Renee followed up, and hers was called Redefining Redemption. And in there, she went through the family line of Jesus, and then she shared her own very vulnerably. I'm talking wow. things like incest <clears throat> and, and and all kinds of abuse. Uh, alienated relationships yep. and all that. And of course you can look at the mirror and go, is this, this my lot? This is what I'm going to become. And she looks at the, at the, the lineage of Jesus and says, if Christ can come from that, if Jesus can come from that, what can, what can he do in your life yeah. was basically the essence of the message. And there was grown men wiping tears from their face and getting hope. And yep. I think, I think when I think of Christmas, maybe more than anything is we want to give hope. Yeah. To one another, hope to the world. I think it's what Jesus came to give us. Yep. Pe- when he says peace on earth, goodwill toward men, and joy to all. And I'm like, yep. okay, if you follow each one of those and actually make yourself look at it, and, and then put that against the backdrop of everything that happened in the lives of those who followed him that he said that to originally, yeah. up to the cross, after the cross, many of them, all, most of them were martyred yeah. for Christ. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and so you have, to, you have to say, okay, we need to first of all live with a greater expectation than what we can get in this life. 
That's true. And let yep. this life be the forge that prepares us for the second advent or the second coming of Jesus. Yep. Hey, by the way, if you'd like to listen to that message uh, that Renee Groff preached at Lifeway Church, that would have been the first weekend of December. Is that yes. December mm-hmm. four December and five? Third, December third and four. Third and fourth. Yeah, third and fourth. Four. So you can feel free to go to the what, Lifeway website and look that up. Uh, I've heard great things. It about was the it. most shared message in our history. So wow. Yeah, okay. Was, so then by, by an exponential number, <laughs> like it was. So. Yeah. Do that what you want. That's I, right. I'm trying not to be jealous. <laughs> Got to go work on envy yeah, now. I want to just mention a couple things uh, from the past weekend message um, with, as we deal with unmet expectations. Acknowledge God is, God is who he is. Like he's God. No, he's we God. can't meet him on the intellectual level. We can't, like what you mentioned, we can't figure it out. Recognize that God is good even when we don't understand it. Uh, surrender yourself surrender like this unmet expectation what your expectation was before the lord and ultimately trust and obey and i was thinking through like okay what's the most difficult one of those to do i think they're all pretty difficult actually <laughs> i'm not sure if there's one because when you're in the, in the sense in the place of unmet expectation and you're focused on that even trusting and just believing that god is good it can take you a bit to get there yeah as i said the easiest one's probably okay you're god yeah, that's right and that's right true. now i'm not real happy with you yeah. Right. That's hard. When we're there, that's hard. And to move to the place of, I, for me, the remembrance, what I was trying to get across, I don't know how well I did, but I was trying to get across the idea that remembering that he is good and remembering the good things he's done will take a little effort and discipline exactly. from the point of pain. And to, <clears throat> but you're at the point of pain and loss, you're, you're in the experience of it. So to, like, it's easier for me to preach this than it is for me to live it out. Right. Sure. That's when true I'm for- in it, I have to, it's a walk. I have to walk my mind through. And I can do it better because I've, you know, been working on those neural yeah. pathways for a while. But I, it's it's hard. This is yeah. basic stuff. This is probably yep. as basic as it. You know, I'm pointing at his notes for those who are watching. This this stuff is basic stuff to the Christian experience and faith. Mm-hmm. But when you're in it, it feels like you know, like in any kind of athletic thing, they'll tell you like it's it's basketball or or yep. you know football, soccer, martial arts. It doesn't matter. You got to master uh, the rudiments. Yep. In fact, I just saw a Brazilian jiu-jitsu comment, and they said. There's no fancy black belt moves. There are a black belt is one who has mastered the rudimentary uh, moves yep. and does them well. And I, I think that's true. And this is, someone said to me after the service, they said this, this is kind of like a, a like like when you really it's like receiving Christ again and, and committing your life to Christ. I said it absolutely. It's, I think honestly, I think all the James says count it all joy when you fall into trials of various kinds. We're just signing up again to follow Jesus. Oh, it's yep. a lot harder. Are you still signing up? I'm still signing up. Every day. You remember when everybody left, eat my flesh and drink my blood speech? Yeah. His disciples leave, and he looks at the other, he looks at the 12, he's like, will you leave also? And, and Peter's like, where else can we where go? You we alone go? have the words of life. And yep. so what, that moment, it doesn't have to be that message. It's when the message of your life is a hard thing for you, a hard pill for you to swallow, will you still keep going? Yep. Or will you give up? Yep. And, and sadly, Judas gave up. I mean, he really gave up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope that, uh, I know, of course, our Connect groups will be meeting. They're going to be reviewing the message notes, and I hope they have a great conversation. And, I'm, and one of the things I hope that you do is uh, be honest. Like, okay, what, how I've been disappointed with unmet expectations, how do, I, how do I manage that? And I hope that there would be a place of vulnerability to be able to share that as well. Again, Jimmy, thanks so much for being with honor, us for the weekend. Honor to be with you guys. And thanks mm-hmm. for joining us for the podcast. A couple of things I just want to remind you uh, for the coming weeks. Uh, this coming weekend uh, would be the 18th on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock. We're doing our service of remembrance. It's simply a one-hour service specifically designed to minister to those who are 
who have suffered loss, and that loss is obvious during this time of year. I would also remind you that this is the final week to sign up for the cookies that you're going to bring, so let us know, because that's a very important to our Christmas Eve services. <laughs> and then, of course, 23rd and 24th of December, 5 and 7 each evening. And looking forward to seeing you all through that. Have a great Christmas and be blessed. Thanks again, Jimmy. Thanks. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com. Effort